Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Really glad you're here. How are you doing, Claude? I'm doing great, Joe. How are? Uh, what are you wearing? Your bathrobe there? <laughs> I know it's cold. It's a sweater, and uh, it's a St. Louis Cardinals T-shirt below it. But oh. yeah, I mean, here I am in St. Louis. It's uh, 40 degrees. It's kind of cold. It was actually 10 degrees the other day. You're in San Diego. I, I, we're suffering here too in San I Diego. I feel so bad I, I actually, for you. I had to hurt my wrist adjusting that air conditioning knob all the time. It's 75, <laughs> 80 degrees. You don't know, man. I feel so bad for you. I just, <laughs> I'll send you some brownies. <laughs> I'll send you some brownies when I go back to Colorado, but don't let the kids get them. <laughs> those of you, thank you. Thanks. That, that was a Colorado joke for those of you who know what I'm talking about, you adults in the room, okay? <laughs> My wife just brought me some Starbucks. Oh, my wife uh, freshly ground uh, the <laughs> Starbucks and brought it to me. Uh, pretty good. I think we, <laughs> there's nothing like, I, I drink a lot of coffee and a lot of, you know, uh, fresh fruit mm -hmm. and things like that during the day. I'm on this desk. But we don't want to uh, talk about what you put in day. the coffee. Oh, no, I, nothing, I, nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that comes at uh, 4 o'clock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those of you listening to the audio, we just put a gray goose bottle in the picture oh okay um, so listen guys this is the real estate investing mastery podcast uh welcome <clears throat> this is something uh claude and i had scheduled for a long time and we just got on skype and we're like well what do you want to talk about i don't know what do you want to talk about so <laughs> we've got some uh things that we're planning and uh those of you who don't know let me introduce who claude is oh, okay. uh, claude Thank is you. claude you've been in the business since when Real estate business. Um, I, I knew Methuselah. <laughs> okay. um, no, I've been in the business um, um, uh, for uh, almost 30 years now. Are you serious? Years. Yeah, serious. 30 years. Wow. We, we started calculating it. I've been, in a law, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I did a lot of, you know, I did the law thing. I did the corporate America thing. I was never happy with those jobs, J-O-Bs. I don't. I just don't play nice with others and water coolers and office politics and all that. And I discovered this wonderful business, uh, this real estate business, and um, my life changed from that point. I, you remember when you got real estate fever, Joe? I do. And yeah. It was not thirty years ago. <laughs> it was uh, mid two thousands, like two thousand five. Read Rich Dad Poor Dad. Everybody's got to read that book. Mm -hmm. And that got me excited about it. And I started looking at lease options. There was a book I read called Secrets of a Millionaire Landlord by a guy named Robert Sheeman. I don't know what he's oh, doing. These days. I know, I know Robert. He's a uh, Robert's great guy. Good yeah. speaker. You should have him on the show someday. If anybody knows Robert, you know what? I think he, I have his contact. He, Robert in Robert lives in um, uh, New York, I believe, Long Island. Yeah. Real nice fella. So I bought his book. It's a real good book. And in there, he had a chapter on lease options. And it got me all excited because I thought, wow, you can control property without owning it. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the Google. I went to the YouTube. And everywhere I looked, there was Claude Diamond with his <laughs> lease purchasing stuff. And yeah. so um, I bought some of your courses. <clears throat> but we've been friends for a while now. 
and and I have learned so much from Claude. You are a former attorney, recovering attorney. I'm right? a recovering attorney. I don't practice. Don't practice. I, I went to law school and I discovered I could make a lot more money doing real estate than ever as practicing as practicing law and right. uh, have a lot more freedom and control of my life, time for my family, uh, debt free. Uh, uh, I love. I'm a homebody. I don't believe in you know. You know what's the difference between you and me? I thought about this yesterday. You love to take these long vacations, go in the RV, go to Prague for months and stuff, and and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. My and. Um, uh, my idea is not to take vacations, but to live them, to live in Hawaii, to live in San Diego, to live in the mountains of Colorado. Uh, it, you know, so life is always a vacation. A life, every day is Friday. That's there's nothing, what this wrong, there's nothing wrong with living in St. Louis, Missouri, where it's cold in the winter and hot in the summer. It builds character, doesn't it? We got the St. Louis Cardinals. What else could you want? You see my shirt right there? <laughs> okay. I, I just love it. Here it is, uh, you know, late February, and I can go outside and run in my shorts, and I can swim in the pool and do my laps every I, I just love that. Maybe because I'm older or something, my kids are growing up. I, I love going outside a lot and running. I'm a, jo I'm a yeah. runner and a swimmer. Well, Claude, let's talk about what got you there. Um, you started in the mid-'80s, I, I think. Mm -hmm. um, did. How, were you? When did you start doing lease purchases? Um, it's a good question. You know, you were uh, let me. You were talking about books before. There was yeah. some. In, I read uh, Robert Allen's book, Nothing Down. Big influence on me mm -hmm. about how you could find these properties and 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 negotiate nothing down deals. And it's still one of the great creative real estate books with so many different strategies that are very pertinent today. But in order to make Robert Allen's book work, you had to be a great salesman, which I was not. You know I'm the former world's worst salesman. I don't believe that, but go ahead. It's, it's the truth. I couldn't give away money on the street corner, <laughs> Joe. I, I mean, okay. I, it was horrible. And then I read another book um, by... Um, um, Mr. Haraldson uh, okay. from Salt Lake City. He wrote the Financial Freedom Report. A great, really motivating uh, newsletter every month on how to do deals. And he said, and he said, uh, kind of like Robert Allen, he said, get a lot of credit cards so you could finance a lot of these deals because you did need money. And so get your credit cards and get a lot of uh, cash advances. Now, there's a principle in financial success. Uh, That's a not. great idea. <laughs> and uh, William Nickerson, I got to mention him. He said to, um, he, he wrote a book called 5,000. Uh, how to take $5,000 and make it into $5 million. And he did something called what we call rehabbing today. He called it sweat equity. Now, you know, Joe, I go, I'll go to a fancy hotel and, uh, and I'll go to the bathroom and I'll, I'll have to ask the housekeeping, what is this strange looking toilet? And they'll tell me it's a bidet. And I still to this day don't understand why you would want to brush your teeth while you're sitting on a toilet. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there, Joe. Uh, I don't have the skills to do the rehabbing and, the, and all that. And and I wanted to find my niche in real estate. And uh, I, I met this man, Max. I've talked about him often. I've written books about him. And he was using options. He was, A, a great salesman. Uh, so I learned how to ask questions and not just give presentations all day, how to qualify people, how to work smart, how to never go to a property unless I was going to pick up a check or a contract. And he also taught me about control, leverage. And leverage is the key to this real estate business. We want to control a lot with a little. I mean, yeah. if we had a lot of money, we could just buy properties all day long, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, but a lot of us, uh, we don't have, we didn't have a lot of money when we started. We had to knock on doors, make phone calls, and and hang up signs, and and use creative strategies. And lease purchasing was the perfect fit for me. You know, you we were we did a workshop in Hawaii a few months ago, and you mentioned a book by a guy who was buying a bunch of property in New York. I what I read the book and I forgot the guy's name. Uh, oh, uh, Zeckendorf. Zeckendorf. Now, big news on that because that <clears throat> book was uh, uh, William Zeckendorf yes. was a genius in using lease purchasing yeah. options uh, back in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh-huh. And they just re I'm glad you mentioned it. Amazon just re released his book finally, I think in a, in a Kindle version. Yeah. This, book, this book was such a collector's item for real estate investors like you and me. This book was bid up to $300 on eBay and Amazon. Yeah. When was it released? It was released in oh, the 60s, God. wasn't it? I think he wrote it, I don't know, in late 50s, early 60s. This guy would control massive p- of commercial properties mm-hmm. in New York City. The, and these techniques still work today. They're wonderful with the niche of options and lease purchasing. Um, and if you read Donald Trump's book, like his first book, what was it? The Art, um, the Art of the Deal. The Art of the Deal, yeah. In Donald Trump's first book, he used options also yeah. to, to buy a hotel and control a hotel with a piece of paper. Bottom line, can we control real estate utilizing this concept of an option or an option with a lease to control a property, to wholesale it, which I know you love, I love it, or sandwich lease it and sublet it or sell the contract. We can manifest it in so many ways Without the bank, without the large down payments, yeah. without repairing the roof and the fixture. Uh, you know, I mean, to me, it's the best strategy in the world. Does it take a little time to learn it? Yeah. Do you need the right contracts? Yeah. Um, do you have to be um, utilize uh, contemporary marketing strategies? Yes. But, man, is it worth it. And that's what I wanted to bring up because you've been in this business a long time. You've been there, done that. You wear, you, you wear that T-shirt. And you've seen the market go up and down, be flat. You've seen it all, Claude. And yeah. you're st- yet you still like lease purchasing. I do because of the risk. I mm-hmm. get to control good properties in good neighborhoods. I like residential properties. Mm-hmm. I, can con- I get to meet great people. And my, mi- my investment is low and my liability is minimal to none. That's real important because we make mistakes in real estate. I make mistakes. You've made mistakes, Joe. That's how we learn. We try. And when you make a mistake in real estate, if you use the wrong strategy, you're on the hook for a mortgage. You're on a, you might lose your earnest money deposit or something. In a lease purchase, if you do your contracts correctly, you can get out of the deal with minimal loss or liability. You don't have to repair the roof because you don't own the property. Yeah. You don't, you, there's so many advantages to it. And frankly, it, it gave my family, I know it gave yours, it, it gives yours a good life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like you, I'm a homeschool dad. Um, you know, we, um, Claudia and I always worked from home. We taught the kids from home. We got to travel. We did travel a lot. We loved to travel with the kids. My kids didn't learn about Washington, D.C. from a book. We took them there. You know, we took them all over. We took them to Europe like you take your kids. My kids saw the, saw the world, saw the United States, saw the Grand Canyon. And while we're traveling, and I know you do this too, yeah. I could still do deals, still run my business. That's amazing too. And, and 
the freedom that this business gives you, there's no other business like it in the world. Nope. And there's a lot of different strategies in real estate investing. And in this show, we interview people who do all kinds of different crazy things. But I keep on coming back to the basic simple things, keeping this business simple. And it's all about finding a motivated seller. And we'll talk about sales in a minute. But knowing okay. how to sell, you know, how, how to talk to sellers and sell. But then, you know, everybody seems like is chasing all of the deals with a ton of equity to either fix and flip or to wholesale, the traditional wholesaling way. But so many investors are just ignoring the properties that maybe don't have as much equity or would be perfect lease option candidates. So if you look at a lead, if you look at like 100 seller leads that come in, if you make an offer like 90% of investors do to buy their house, you're only looking at maybe 10% of those 100 leads that will actually maybe even fit the traditional wholesaling model, right? But what about those other 90? I mean, maybe... Maybe 30 or 40 of them are just complete junk, but there's still then like 30, 40% of those leads in there that you could tie up as a lease purchase and do something with. And a lot of times, <clears throat> the beautiful thing about it is you don't have to find the seller in the, in the crappiest, ugliest neighborhoods that, yep. you know, that just, you know, only a landlord would want to buy. And, and you, you can take these sellers where most investors are throwing those leads in the trash. You can now offer something to them that they could maybe accept and maybe work with and make a great amount of money tying these things up with lease purchasing and either holding them for yourself or flipping them and wholesaling them to tenant buyers. Um, so there's a lot of different strategies and I love, I think what you, you nailed it on the head when you talked about with lease purchasing, it's, it's one of the greatest strategies available to investors today because there's very little risk. You can control property without owning property. And if you've been in this business long enough, you'll learn pretty quickly that risk is something that you want to avoid at all costs, right? Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, you don't want to, you know, you said a word that's really important, offer. Um, I make a lot of offers to people. I talk to, one of my hard rules, you heard it in Hawaii at the workshop, you got to talk, you have to speak to five new prospects a day. Every Buyers, day. sellers, and you can submit offers. I, something I teach is letters of intent, a simple one-page offer. You don't have to write an 18-page. Just find a way to get a dialogue going with people. I am I always sending offers out to people. Some people call me back mad. Oh, this is a crazy offer. I don't care. I just want to talk, speak with people. The definition of marketing is one word. Do you know what that is, Joe? No. Rea it's reaction. reaction. I want to get reactions out there. Okay. And lease purchasing, the beautiful thing, it's fresh. It's still a niche or a sub-niche, um, and people don't make these offers like they should. I go to people, I say two very important words, and for you folks at home who are taking notes, I want you to write down these two words, price or terms. Mm -hmm. That's three words, but price terms. Yeah. Okay? Sometimes I can get a price in lease purchasing. Sometimes I can get terms. Sometimes I can get a hybrid. Okay, if I can get if I can get the right price with the right terms and a lease purchase, it's wonderful because then I create a spread and I can sandwich lease it. If I just if somebody wants full price, like you said earlier, Joe, I'll give them full price. I never argue with people about that stuff because, yeah. as you said, not everybody's desperate or motivated. And I'll say, hey, Mister and Mrs. Prospect, if I give you full price for your property. Uh, can you be flexible in the terms? And if you can give me terms, we can do a deal today. today. Yeah. And I get them. I'm going to send you an agreement today. Look it over. Let's have an appointment at 4.30 this evening. And it's okay to say no to me. All right. It's, we want to have a win-win deal here.
Yeah. Boom. I don't beat people up. I don't get argumentative because in the in gut selling, the power of persuasion is about getting to the big T, and that's called trust. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when we have trust, when we have likability, when we have a mutual respect, you do deals, man. Yeah. You do a lot of deals. And some deals I make a little money, some deals I make a lot of money. But at the end of the month, the end of the year, it's a lot of money because it's cumulative. It's, it, it's a lot of different uh, option fees, positive cash flow, my daughter's first three words, uh, money at the end of the deal, <laughs> notes. Hey, you could teach a kid worse things, right? Okay. Yeah. You know, I, where she work, you know who she works for today? Apple. She works for Apple, the richest corporation in the world. Maybe we did something right. My son, who is 24, is on his way to a six-figure yeah, six-figure salary right now with Safeway Corporation. He's only 24 years old. Wow, good for him. He's running a multi-million-dollar facility. So teaching kids my, at my kitchen table, at dinner table, we were never scared to talk to the kids about saving money, be, um, having paying your bills, having good credit. And I know there's a thing about you shouldn't discuss business and things like that in front of the kids. We always discuss that with the kids. Yeah. Right. And my kids have good credit, they have savings, and they're debt-free, and they both have great careers. So you parents out there, make your children fiscally mature. Yeah, that's good. Well, Absolutely. You, you, uh, that's one thing I like about lease purchasing is that you're not having to negotiate and beat sellers up on price. Because sometimes that's just – it's hard to do, right? I mean if you have to consistently day in, day out – Make offers at forty, fifty cents on the dollar. You know yeah. that's that's not that much fun. It. That's not much. You fun. can't have fun. No, you can't. Listen, you go into a phone call. This is the this is the problem with a lot of the gurus and the seminars out there. They're saying pick up the phone, call people up, and find that poor miserable slob who's going to give you that uh, 30, 40 percent <laughs> under market because they're in a bad situation or whatever. Now that's you know if you can do deals like that once in a while, that's fine. But can you do them on a regular basis? No. You better have a strategy that is flexible enough to give to work with full price or lower price, the motivated or the unmotivated seller. You know, you're not going to work with everybody. But if you work with, if you're just trying to find that guy with 30, 40% in the market, man, you're going to starve. Oh, yeah. And if you give, if you give me or Claude 100 leads, we could probably turn at least 10 deals out of that as a, to, compared to a normal investor might only be able to convert one or two leads out of the hundred. You understand what I'm saying? So it's about having more options to the seller. And it's not, it's, it is, there is some negotiating going back and forth a little bit, but it's not like, um, it's just, Mr. Seller, what do you need? Right? Yeah. What a hard, what a wonderful question. And and maybe we can get that for you. And so if you can structure it creatively, there's really easy ways to structure these deals so that the seller wins, you win, everybody wins. Yeah. Um, my goal is to always, can I, is this a deal that I can make some money up front? I can make some money every month. Can I assign or wholesale the deal to somebody else? Can I create a note so I have passive income? Is there a way to do this? One of my key strategies, let's give them a good tip here. Um, one of my key strategies is, is to always have buyers ahead of time, buyers or investors ahead of time. So when I call up prospects, mm-hmm. the, fir- the first thing you got to do on the phone, ladies and gentlemen, let's get in a little into guts here, Joe, with lease purchasing. 
producing is you got to get somebody's attention. If you call them up and read the boiler, I hate scripts, by the way. Everybody knows me. I'm the anti-script uh, guru. Okay, I, you got to call people up and get their attention, get their respect and their interest. If you call them up like 99% of the people do, hi there, I want to ask you a few questions about your house, and you have this, and they either reject you really hard, you're the 10th person to call me, stop bothering me, click, or you talk to them for 45 minutes and you find out they don't want to do it. It's a waste of time. And it's also, um, it's hard to stay motivated when people are rejecting you. But when I call people up, I say, Mr. Prospect, uh, let's role play, Joe. Mr. Yeah. McCall, how are Mr. McCall, hi, Claude Diamond here. Um, your, your property's sold already, isn't it, sir? Uh, no, it's still available. Um, my name is Claude Diamond. I'm with CCNR Property Investments in San Diego here. A uh, gentleman contacted me. Him and his wife have $25,000, and they're looking to buy a house as soon as possible. Would you be willing to sell me your house at close to your asking price, if it's fair, If uh, uh, with $25,000 down, if we could do a rent-to-own or a lease purchase today? Would you have that flexibility, sir? It's okay to say no to me. Well, you know, I, I, I'd just like to sell it. I, I don't know Okay, I'd just like in... to buy it. So before I go, I just want to repeat what I said. $25,000 down, and if they can rent your house for 18 months, I can give you close to your asking price. What would you like to do, sir, before I, before so I go? They would put $25,000 down? I would. I Suppose I, I said yes. How would you feel about that? Well, how long would I have to rent it for? Uh, minimum 18 months. They've been checked out by our mortgage lender. They probably need 12. I'd like to make it 18 just to be sure. They qualify under the VA program, but they need a little time to take care of some, uh, some debt, some debts they have. This is a military couple. They need a home right now. They're living, uh, they're living in the base barracks. Well, what if they don't buy it though? What's, what, what if they happen? don't buy it, you get the house back. And do you not, do you, have you heard the word appreciation over there in St. Louis, Mr. McCall? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You would, you would continue. You would get the tax benefits. You would get the uh, money to help you pay your mortgage if you have one. And you would get any appreciation if they decide not to exercise the option. Plus, I'm not a realtor. You don't have to pay me 6% either, sir. Well, I need to think about it. Can you send me some information about it so I can look it You're over? You're not allowed to think about it, sir. I don't want you to put your, my feelings ahead of yours. Why don't we just say no at this point? I have plenty of other people I need to call. Well, I, I might be interested. Can you can you tell me a little bit about like how long have you been doing this, and you know, can you give me some client referrals let or me, testimonials? Look, I, or I can give you well anything you want, sir. But let's do it this way because time is money, and I have other people to call because I need to put this couple in a home. I will send you some information, and you can get back to, if you want to get back to me later this afternoon. That's fine. However, this couple might be gone by then. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look it over. I appreciate the call. Can you get back to me before 4.30 this afternoon, sir? Well, I need to talk about it with my wife. I just I, talked with my wife. She said it's okay to sell you. <laughs> well, um, I'll Why don't try. we just say, you know what, Mr. McCall, why don't we just say no? You sound like a nice man, but you don't really want to do anything like this, and I understand that. Would you mind if I follow up with you in a month or two and I, maybe I get another couple and, or somebody else, and maybe we can do a different kind of transaction? Okay, that would be fine. You're a gentleman, sir. It was a pleasure to meet you. Bye-bye. Thank you. So I made it a little harder for you. Yeah. What did I do? I fired you. Yeah. I, mean, I am perfect. not – It's my nickname is One Call Close Claude. One Call Because we're in business to make money today. Now, we are in business to make money today. There is no There is no tomorrow. The person who says, I'll think about it, i got to talk to my wife, 
Why is he saying that, Joe? What's the psychology going on there? Sometimes it's he's too afraid to say no. You're right. You're right. And you know what? He really, it, what's the likelihood he's going to change his mind? Not. Not. But you would still send him something in the mail if you had his address, right? Let, let me tell you right now, you use Podio, I use Evernote. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really matter. You can use your notebook. I'm going to put him in. I'm going to write all my notes. Joe McCall, house, 200000 mm -hmm. 25000 mortgage, payments 1500 reluctant to a lease purchase. I put the date, the time. Maybe I have a recording if I did it on Skype or something. I'm going to put it into Evernote. You put it in the Podio. And I'm going to put a calendar trigger in there to call him in 30 days. Mm -hmm. And I now... Am I a better salesperson because I have this information in front of me? Yeah. And I call you back. Hi, Mr. McCall. You, you know, we, you and I spoke about a month or six weeks ago. You probably don't remember me. My name's Claude Diamond. How are you, sir? Good, thanks. Uh, Joe, can I call you Joe? I'm Claude. Yes, yes. Yeah, Joe, Joe you must have sold at home. You told me you and your family are moving to uh, San Diego. No, unfortunately, we've not sold it yet. Oh, is Okay. No rush, though. You're living in the home. If you sell it in the next six months or six years, that's the plan, right? Well, we've we, we've recently moved. I had to get. I was relocated down to Florida. Oh, you're in Florida now. Well, what's going on with your house, if you don't mind me asking? Well, it's vacant now. The realtor, you know, promised us that we'd be able to sell it, or at least made it sound really like it would be easy to do, and we just haven't been able to get what we want out of it. We've been dropping our price. We just really would Ooh. like to sell it. Oh, well, you know what? Who, who are you working with? Century 21, Remax, Keller Williams? Yeah. Good people. Century 21. <laughs> whichever one. Yeah. Whichever one. <laughs> right, right, right. No, good, good people. And, if they, and, you're not, and this isn't costing you anything, right? Uh, yeah, I have to um, pay a commission. Oh, but what, are you, is your house free and clear? Or you don't have a mortgage or pay taxes on it, do you? Or are utilities still and things and homeowner fees? Yeah, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, we still owe some money on it, yeah. So a lot of money is going down the toilet every month. Round numbers, 1000 2000 1500 a month. 1500 a month. You're not married, you right? Did you say you're married? Yes, I'm married. My wife would kill me. How are you dealing with it? My wife, if I told my wife I was losing 1500 a month on a on a house or on a property, boy, which you know, I'd be uh, maybe sleeping on that couch maybe. Well, yeah, the couch is getting worn right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of money. You could take a vacation to Prague. <laughs> I mean, with all those months, it's been empty. Suppose I could help you move this property in the next 30 days for a night, for a reasonable sales price with a good couple who's been pre-qualified and can buy your house in two years. So they would lease it for a couple of years and then buy it? Yeah, that's that would be the plan, sir. And they're pre-qualified. We had them checked out. They have good credit. They can put some money down up front. Could I, Boy, I, I if I, I could do something like that? You you wouldn't want to do that, would you? You said no to me last time, and well, I, it's I, okay to say no again. I don't know if I want to be a landlord, but there, I don't know if I have many options. Well, the the the, the nice thing is about a rent own before I go is that uh, they're obligated to pay on time to get something we call rent credit, which is an incentive. And they also are required to mow the lawn and keep the property in tip-top shape. So a lot of the traditional problems of a tenant are, um, are, are, are not there with a rent owned. You're, you're dealing with uh, someone a little higher on the food chain, food chain Joe. Okay. Does so that make any sense? I mean, it, if you don't want to do this and it's uncomfortable, it's okay. I just thought I'd touch base with you because I have another couple that need a home in St. Louis. Well, how, 
how do you get paid? What's in it for you? I don't understand. That's that. a great question. Thank you for asking. Uh, they have twenty five thousand to put down. I get fifty percent of that for putting this transaction together. Okay, so that's and that's a great deal of money. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, sure. The um, what about the realtor though? I still have you know three months left in the listing. Do you, can I just give you her name and number? You can call her and talk to her. Um, uh, why? Well, I don't know. I, I, that's your that's your contract for sale with the realtor. Um, whatever you know, negotiated with your realtor and your contract, that's your obligation. But you and I are talking about something else. So would I still have to do pay my agent a commission if I do this lease purchase thing? Or I don't know. What did you put in your contract, Joe? I didn't see it. Would uh, you like me to Would you like me to look it over? Sure. Yeah, I can send it to you. But when okay, it, if I so what would happen? What would happen at four thirty today when I send you a rent to own agreement? Well, I'll look it over. Um, when do I have to make a decision by? 4.30. 4.30 today? Yes. Um, i got to talk to I'm, my wife. Okay. Talk to your wife. We talk, I hope you talk, spoke with her last time. You said you would. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to drag it out as long as I can. I noticed that. this thinking, You know, these role plays, I, I do them at my workshops and things yeah. like that. Uh, and sometimes they just go on and on. And my thing is, if you notice in the role play, off the role play right now, every word I use is for a reason. It's for uh, to gain uh, a psychological advantage. Persuasion is about persuasion and influence is about likability and trust. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get commitments. I'm trying to get the word yes, or I'm trying to get it over. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to qualify you, get information. I'm trying to derive a need or greed from you. That's why I was teasing you about sleeping on the couch and fifteen hundred a month. That's your motivator. That's your pain, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason you're going to do business with me today. But if you can't, if you're going to do the I'll think about it game, talk to my spouse stuff and everything, 90% of the time, that's someone who says to me, they're really saying no to me. Yeah. That's what I hear. And I'm going to, at that point, very politely, I might send them a letter of intent. I might uh, set up my Evernote to follow with them in 30 days. And But at that point, I'm not going to waste my time. Do you notice, Joe, that time becomes more valuable the longer you're in this business? Well, yeah. And, and do you have one of those hourglasses? Oh. I guess they're, they're, I ha they're five-minute glass. Here. I got them right here. Five-minute glass. No, these are, three, these are a three-minute glass. Okay, okay. Okay, you know where I got this idea from? Max? Um, no, my honeymoons. I bought two of them, though. No, that's, that's a bad joke. Actually, three, <laughs> my three minutes. Honey, you're not listening to that. Um, yeah, she is. <laughs> it basically in three minutes or five or ten, it doesn't matter. It's a reminder that you don't want to be 45 minutes on the phone with somebody doing free consulting all day long. Yeah, you should, Sales, know, you, you should know within three to five minutes whether they're ready to do business today or not, right? You could just tell by their demeanor. You've got, and the thing about guts is, it allows me to be confident. It allows me to be in control. Yeah, I mean, and and it allows me to have. If I have enough good conversations, just like you and I are doing role play, guess what happens? I do deals. I get new customers, new deals, new buyers, new sellers, new people for my mentoring program. Things like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, by just speaking to enough people and getting. Uh, the information, getting commitment, and discovering, do they have a need for my product or service or house, or can they afford it? Do they have the money or the control of the house? 
so that we can do, and can they make a decision? Do they have the character and the authority to make a decision? And if I can find these things out in a few minutes up front, I'm in the selling vortex. I'm in the kill zone. Mm -hmm. I'm in a place where I can do deals. Yep. You know, and I think there's a lot of folks out there, they understand, they're very hard, they, they're, they work so hard at this business, Joe, and, and they want to succeed, and they want their own business, but then when they get on the phone, that's where it kind of falls apart because mm -hmm. they, they don't have a system of selling yeah. like you and I just did in the role play. Well, it's important to know that too because it's one thing to get your phone to ring, and that's easy to do, really. You, you know, you send out the marketing, the calls come in. But knowing what to say to sellers when they call, no matter what kind of strategy you're using, whether it's buy and hold and fix and flip or short sales or rehabbing or wholesaling or lease purchasing, you have to know how to talk to sellers. And it's it's not that hard. It just takes a little practice. And, you know, if, if anything, I know you don't like scripts, but what I like to do is I like to, <laughs> I like to write down at least the questions. You know, like, if I could do this, what would you want to do then? Or... You know, what's your situation? Why would you even want to sell that house? It sounds like a really nice house. Why haven't you sold it yet? If you yeah. can write down simple questions like that, that'll help you kind of jog your memory as you're talking to the seller. But the whole point is you you, you want you need to learn how to, with finesse, say, uh, approach it where, um, listen, we, we want to do this deal today and giving that sense of urgency. And if they're not, that's a fine. But then what's equally important, I think, as well, is having the systems in place to do the follow-up. I like sure. to send a letter and an offer to every seller I talk to, no matter how far apart we are in price, and then call them again a month or two or three later, right? It's, it's a lot of different pieces of the puzzle to make. You, first, you've got to have a strategy that, that is legal, that solves the problems, that's kind of a win-win. You've got so wholesale, lease option, fix-up, rehab, wholesale, whatever you want to call it. Right, you've right. got to have a strategy. Second, you've got to have marketing. You've got to be able to find the people and have them find you. That's one of my new topics, by the way, here in 2015. Everything in 2015 has changed. Maybe uh, and when we talk in another podcast, we'll talk more about uh, virtual attraction marketing, mm -hmm. uh, something I'm work, uh, working on where I get all the leads I want and the people and the emails come into me every day. The other thing we need is a system of organization, as you just said, because we talk to a lot of people. We can't tons of information and numbers and locations. You, there's no way anyone can remember it all. You better have something like Podio or Evernote or just a some system, OneNote, whatever you use to store that information and remind you to follow up. I also use video uh, video emails uh, yeah. that I follow up with people. I send letters of intent, which I attach to these video emails. But to me, the number one thing. You know, you could be disorganized and still do deals and you could do different strikes. You've got to be superb in communication mm -hmm. and understanding the psychology of selling. What makes people buy? Why do people why will people like you and trust you and want to do business with you when there's hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of other people trying to do the same thing? Why do they do business with Joe McCall or Claude Diamond? Why? And that's because we know how to speak to people and they have a feeling that we're someone who can solve their problems, someone they can trust, someone who uh, you know, keeps their commitments to them. You've got to convey the power of persuasion and, and the ability to communicate to people, it, to me, is the million-dollar skill. And you've got to practice it and you've got to learn it. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how many good leads you have or how organized you are, Joe. Mm-hmm. 
Well said. Well said. And this might be a good little point to, to wrap this up, Claude. Um, oh, I just wanted to shoot the breeze with you. For I don't want to go. This is too much fun, man. I love talking to you. I well, love these. I love your podcast, by the way. I listen to them religiously. I always pick up a couple good ideas from all these other speakers. <laughs> I'm humbled by that, guys. It's, it's true. Those it's true. Of you, Claude's been in the business for a long time. He's one of my mentors and coaches. And to hear him say that, it's just so cool. It makes, makes me smile. Um, but, all right, so, Claude, we're going to do another conversation here in a couple days, and we'll release it hopefully next on the podcast. Um, right. But I just wanted – I know I've interviewed you a couple times before. Uh, guys, if you want to get more information about Claude, go to ClaudeDiamond.com, uh, GutsSales.com. Go to YouTube. There's a video on YouTube that Claude and I did together. Um, it's gone viral, dude. It's, it's a, got, I mean, it's exploding. It was about, it's where you and I made that cold call. Yes, yes. So I had a lead, and on the lead, um, it was from an internet marketing lead that I had. Um, and the seller had a house, wanted to sell. It. And so Claude and I were just talking, and he said, hey, let's call the seller right now. So I started giving him all the information. He said, no, 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 stop, stop. Just give me the phone number. So all he had was the phone number, and so we recorded this conversation while I was in my car, and uh, Claude actually just talked to the seller. It's so simple, but if you listen to the little subtle things that he did in there, um, it's a great call, but you can go to YouTube and just find that. If you go search for a Claude Diamond cold call or Claude Diamond Joe McCall, you'll find that video in YouTube, and uh, it's a great, great little video. I, get, I still We did that like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. And it's 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 amazing. I have people from other countries call me up and say, "Oh, this, I never saw a video like this before." Because we did. I mean, I don't know if we're. Very, I think I, well, someone once said, "I'd rather be lucky than um, than good or whatever or skilled." Yeah, yeah. We were very lucky that day. I had a very nice seller. I was able to demonstrate guts. The amazing thing was it was totally unrehearsed, unplanned, and it was the first phone. We only did one call. Right. And it was that call where we got this really great guy who was motivated and, and everything. And it's a good example of using gut sales. Joe, thank you so much. All, yep. This is always too, this is too much fun, dude. <laughs> All right, Claude. Well, we'll talk again real soon. Everybody go to realestateinvestingmastery.com to get the show notes of this, to get our Fast Cash Survival Kit. Leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know on iTunes that you like this guy, Claude. And uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd appreciate the, the positive feedback. But... Claude and I uh, will be talking with you again real soon, so stay tuned for that. See you, everybody. Be bye. Be good. Bye-bye.